Um, and Eastern Caribbean is always on my list. <laughs> so anytime <laughs> I can get on that, there's just not a bad one out there. I, you know, I would close my eyes and pick one and, and be perfectly happy and have a wonderful time. Welcome back, everybody, to a very special bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. It's Christmas time for DCL sailors because new itineraries released. It's like Christmas morning because we get to see where the ships are headed and what they're going to be up to for early 2023. I wanted to uh, to start by welcoming a special guest to the show. I've got Gina from Touring Plans Travel joining me today to talk through some of these itineraries and pricing and booking and all of that fun stuff. So, Gina, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, we love our friends over at Touring Plan, so uh, excited to have you. I always like to start these shows at the top by reminding folks of when they can book these cruises, because Disney does a tiered approach to opening these cruises for booking based on your castaway club status and some other special statuses here. So we'll start with the dates that these are going to go on sale. Just as a quick reminder, opening day pricing is always going to be the best pricing that you can get. Uh, The prices on Disney Cruise Line only go up after opening day unless you've got potentially some Florida resident rate cruises some military rates, or sometimes they offer special rates to folks coming in from outside the US like the UK. But generally speaking, if you are in the US and you're looking to book a Disney cruise, book it as soon as you can, because the uh, the price will only go up. Gina, I think you'd, you'd probably share that view, right? Absolutely. That's a rule. All right. So the dates here. So depending on your castaway club status, let's start with our platinum castaways, which have to have 10 or more sailings under their belt. Golden Oaks Club members and Club 33 members, of which if you fall into one of those categories, please email us because we'd like to make friends with you. The Those folks can book on Thursday, October 14th. On Friday the 15th, the booking will open up to gold castaway club members, which for those not familiar is anyone with five sailings or more. Then there's a long weekend. So those gold and platinum members are going to get uh, Saturday and Sunday some additional time to book ahead of the silver members, which silver castaway club members are anyone who has sailed on one Disney cruise, at least one Disney cruise. They can book on Monday the 18th, along with Disney Vacation Club members or DVC members and Adventures by Disney Insiders. And then there is three days between Monday and Thursday that those windows remain open for all of those groups. And on Thursday, October 21st, these cruises go on sale to the general public. So if you want to verify your Castaway Club status, you can always visit uh, the Disney Cruise Line website, log in. They've got a drop down where you can go see all of your prior sailings and where you fall in the Castaway Club status. But keep those booking windows in mind. Gina, why don't we head over and talk about these new itineraries? So why don't I'm going to save the wonder for last because there's some curious things about the wonder that are still lurking around. But why don't we start with the newest ship, the Wish. The Wish, I think, is going to be doing what, four and five night or three and four night sailings uh, out of Port Canaveral? Yes, uh, the Disney Wish will sail three and four night voyages to Nassau and Castaway Key. Um, those will be beginning, of course, this upcoming summer in 2022. So um, those sailings started booking and, and were, were very popular. So uh, 2023 is going to be uh, up and running, I'm pretty sure, as far as bookings go for the Wish, because that's the most sought after. So yeah, that'd be a great experience to hop on the the Disney Wish for a spring break or an Easter cruise. Yeah. And and no unique sailings for the wish. It is just going to be rinse and repeat three and four night from what I'm seeing on the, the schedule. 
Yes, pretty standard. So very predictable. Back-to-backs are probably going to be very popular on the Disney Wish. <laughs> yes, we have a back-to-back with the Maiden Voyage and the DVC sailing. So uh, yes, I, I think that that will be a, a fun activity to get a seven-night on the Wish, especially with all there is to do on the Wish. I think it's going to be hard to fit in on a three-night cruise. So, Well, let's, uh, hey, let's move over to the Disney Magic. We'll bounce over to one of the Magic-class ships. Interestingly, the Magic is going to be sailing out of New Orleans in February and March, it looks like, and uh, some dates, and then Galveston before that in January and February. So she's picking up some of the sailings that the Wonder would traditionally have done, but anything catch your attention with the Magic this time around? The New Orleans departures have been very, very popular and have been easy to fill up with the wonder going out of New Orleans in the past. So if you are even remotely interested, you want to jump on one of these. Um, They are going on four or five and six night sailings. So Grand Cayman and Cozumel are some of the stops that will be made. And there is really easy to tack on, you know, a couple of nights in New Orleans to enjoy that city and then hop on over and take your cruise. So very, uh, very drivable for lots of people. So very appealing cruise to get on early in the year. Yeah, we have a six night sailing in New Orleans in February and can't wait to report back on that. And frankly, I've spent quite a bit of time in New Orleans. It's a fabulous city uh, to visit. Uh, It's a great port right there on the river. So it should be a fabulous sailing out of New Orleans if you elect to take one. And typically, at least one of these cruise dates will intersect with Mardi Gras. So if you've ever been interested in experiencing Mardi Gras, book the cruise early, but also make sure you book your Mardi Gras accommodations early. We've had some folks in our cruise group because it intersects with Mardi Gras a bit, have some problems finding hotels down in the New Orleans area because it's a popular date to visit. And especially with Mardi Gras not having happened the past year in question this year, I think it will be kind of a pent up demand there. So Love sailing out of New Orleans. Lots of great stuff coming, and we'll have we'll have a show on New Orleans as a port as well to talk about some of the fabulous things you can do there before you before you sail. I will say I'm a little. Um, it caught my attention, Gina. I don't know if you had any thoughts here, but it caught my attention. They were doing some sailings out of New Orleans that made it all the way to Castaway Key, and it doesn't look like there are any sailings out of New Orleans or Galveston that I'm seeing that are going to make their way all the way over to Castaway Key any longer. I don't know if you saw any that I'm missing. No, I think only the Port Canaveral and Miami sailings are going as far as Castaway Key right now. So unless I missed something, I've, I've scoured them, but I haven't haven't run across that. So, so you're probably right. Yeah, I'm, I'm scanning. I'm scanning through here and I don't see any. It looks like they've really shifted the focus of Galveston and New Orleans to Grand Cayman and Jamaica and Mexico. I guess that's not necessarily surprising because with the wish coming online, there's going to be greater demand over at Castaway Key. So it will be hard to fit those ships into the schedule in that way. So so yeah, just interesting to see that shift. Obviously, no Key West anywhere on here. They've been going through and removing Key West from all of their sailings. So not surprising to see that omitted. And I think that was kind of a draw that got them over to Castaway Key as well. So, well, let's let's move on to a ship that's near and dear to uh, Sam and I's heart, which is the Fantasy, our first Disney ship. We still feel like it's home for us. Seems like she's going to be doing kind of her typical seven night Eastern Western rotation. Gina, am I getting that right? Yes, pretty consistently every other week. They will change up from just about um, every other week on a consistent basis from Eastern to Western. Western Eastern does seem to be the most sought after. My clients really, really prefer that Eastern itinerary. And they're changing it up just a bit. Some of the sailings are going to St. Thomas and some in 2023 will be going to San Juan instead. So if you're looking for one of those Eastern, you want to pay attention to that. Pricing seems consistent right now between. Uh, 2022 and 2023 with 
2023 coming in with starting prices even a tad lower, but I wouldn't expect that to last. Those are just lead-in rates. So, so yeah, so those are great itineraries to hop on if you need if you have time for a longer sailing. Yeah, we love that Eastern itinerary. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that we're not alone there. San Juan, we've heard also fabulous things about as a as a port stop. So that's that's nice to see that added. On the on the pricing front, Gene, I think you noted before we started the show that that uh, while the pricing was seeming consistent between years, there was a premium for the wish. Is that right? Yes, on the sailings, just comparing uh, exact itineraries between 2022 and 2023. Of course, um, for example, in March of 2022, we still have the dream going out four nights from Port Canaveral. When we look at that same itinerary in March of 2023, um, you get about a four hundred dollar jump. And that's consistent anytime we're changing itineraries from our same itinerary, but changing from the dream to the wish in between 2022 and 2023. So a small premium for hopping on the wish a little bit later, but I think it'd be a really cool experience to do both. Do the dream for spring break 2022 and then hop on the wish 2023. So kind of have that in the back of my mind as something fun to do just for comparison purposes. But but yeah, that's how we're seeing fantasy pricing is seems consistent across itineraries, but um, there's a bit of a premium going from the dream to the wish. That makes sense. It will be the most sought after ship, so they can charge a bit of uh, a premium there for sure. So we've talked about the uh, the wish. We've talked about the magic. We've talked about the fantasy. Kind of started talking about the dream a little bit here. So the dream is doing four or five night sailings out of Miami. Am I getting that right? Yes, that'll be a change up for people who have that as their favorite ship. Um, just recently sailed out of Miami and it was really easy getting in and out. So not a very different type of port from Port Canaveral, but uh, not not difficult at all. So really breezy from the airport to the port. So I think Dream fans are going to, you know, are not going to be disappointed in that change. Yeah. And I think she sailed out of Miami before doing the um, the Marvel Days at Sea. So I think she's been down there in the past, but um, definitely seems like she's going to be home ported down there from now on. So you won't see her <laughs> in Port Canaveral much more. One unique itinerary on the dream, right? The five night with a double dip at Castaway Key. I assume that'll be pretty popular. Absolutely. I just recently did a double dip. And you, if, if you can ever fit that one in, do it. It's it's so nice just to feel like you have you, you have a great day at Castaway and then be able to wake up the next day and say, hey, I can do this all over again. This is amazing. So, so yeah, very popular, very rare. Um, it's been more common lately just because of the changes with COVID. But in general, that's been a very rare itinerary. So people do tend to book that one up pretty quickly and prices do soar on that one the closer you get to the sale date. So book that one early. If you want to lock it in, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, I think the the double stops at Castaway Key are going to become even rarer as time goes on with all the new ships coming online and at least until they open up Lighthouse Point. Once once they get to Lighthouse Point, then it, it'll alleviate some of the pressure on Castaway. Although then it might introduce the possibility of some fun double dips at Lighthouse and Castaway. <laughs> so you could really compare the port stops. Well, I think the... Um, Two headlines here. We should talk a bit about the Wonder and its itineraries. So the Wonder is in San Diego. Uh, <laughs> that's all we know right now. Three, four, five, and seven night Mexican Riviera cruises are what have been released for early 2023. I don't see anything remarkable about those cruises other than I think they are now calling on Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta. 
which I, I think they've done some of in the past, but Mazatlan struck me as a port I haven't seen a ton of and Puerto Vallarta as well. But anything remarkable about the uh, the Wonder from the 2023 release? No, not, well, besides that new seven-night itinerary, I, I think it's a really nice itinerary to, especially the shorter cruises, like you can get on as, I think, I'm not sure about 2023, but in the past we've had the option for even two-night cruises. And those are nice to tack on close enough to Disneyland to to tack on to a Disneyland visit and just make it a nice, uh, I'm sorry, what am I saying? A land and sea package, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think the shorter cruises out of San Diego will make a nice combination with a Disneyland visit to give a you know land and sea combo to your vacation if you're interested in that and you're already out there you might as well um if you're coming from from the east coast go ahead and take in the cruise as well as Disneyland and that would be an amazing vacation in my opinion yeah I think uh that seven night cruise is really appealing to west coasters who you don't have to travel all the way down to Port Canaveral to get on a seven night cruise um although you can also couple three and four nights together on the Wonder Bree easy uh, in my experience to get that seven night experience if you if you really want those spring break cruises right Gina they're going to book up fast oh yes I would anticipate that they are so just for reference uh, 2023 Easter is on April 9th so those um, are good to go ahead and lock in if you even think that you're gonna either the before or after week usually fill up really quickly uh, the the two big headlines that we that we have left, I think, are one: the Wonder has no sailings at this point in time for November, December, January, February, or March. And so, big open ended question as to where the Wonder is going to be and what she's going to be doing. And nothing in these itineraries gives us really any hint that I can see. Um, so. I don't know what the speculation is out there around the wonder. There's there's been some speculation with the wish coming online. She might be permanently home ported on the West Coast. But if that were the case, I might have expected to see some itineraries by now over what she'd be doing. So big question mark around the wonder. Gina, I don't know if you have any thoughts there, but uh, for me, it's just a big question mark. I do not. I defer to you as the absolute expert. So if you have no idea. I absolutely have no idea. So, but I'll be interested to see if anything does come out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be interesting to see for sure. Well, I guess the last headline here is there is a, there is one unique sailing out there that uh, is already getting a lot of chatter out on social media. Folks seem really interested in it. And so I uh, wanted to highlight it. It is an eight night Bermuda and Bahamian cruise on the fantasy out of Port Canaveral. It's on April 15th. It's got two days at Kings Wharf, Bermuda, stops at Nassau and then goes to Castaway with three days at sea. Those longer cruises, once you get over seven night, those longer cruises are, I will say, amazing. We did an 11 night Southern Caribbean. This one is unique because of its overnight in, uh, in Bermuda. And for great things about that as a port stop, it's also in mid April. So sometimes you get some, you know, some lingering spring breaks that late, but, but, you know, potentially not, but regardless, eight nights, it's unique sailing. It will book incredibly fast, probably to platinums and golds out there. So pay attention if you're interested in it. Book it early. Gina, anything that you uh, that caught your attention about that eight night cruise? I uh, know I can see that the lead in prices are fifty two ninety nine for a veranda. So I think that's pretty reasonable um, for for that cruise. So I would not hesitate on that because I do anticipate that will go up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've, I'm, I'm already seeing a ton of people excited about the potential there. So 
Gina, anything that we didn't cover on the itinerary release? I think we talked most of the ships or all the ships. We talked pricing. Anything that caught your attention or, or particular cruises that you're looking at? Um, well, like I said before, I'm interested in in getting on the wish as, as early as possible. So maybe a, a 2023 wish sailing um, and Eastern Caribbean is always on my list. <laughs> so anytime <laughs> I can get on that. I won't turn down a Western Caribbean for sure if that works out with dates. And sometimes it, you know, sometimes that's the way it is, you know, if your dates fall on that opposite week, but there's just not a bad one out there. I, you know, I would close my eyes and pick one and, and be perfectly happy. And have a wonderful time. So really um, working out the dates, seeing what works and when you can go is 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 all you need to do. So then give us a call over at Touring Plans and we'll get you all fixed up. Yeah. So Gina, you want to let folks know where they can find you. And then, you know, um, we always, you know, we always tell people to use Touring Plans Travel and they're a sponsor of the show in full disclosure, but we always tell people to use them. And, you know, recently I've been reminding folks that you're not charging them extra. You're, it's the same pricing they would get booking through Disney, but what they're losing out on is the expertise that uh, touring plans can provide. And frankly, you know, our our travel specialist over there <laughs> has saved our bacon more than once sitting on hold with Disney when, you know, we're just in the middle of a work day and don't have time to get it done and monitoring the rates and all of that stuff. But Gita, you want to let folks know how they can book through Touring Plans Travel and then what are the benefits that I'm not thinking about? Because there are many, I'm, I'm assuming. Sure. Um, well, each of us is ready and available to go ahead and get you on your on our list. We can go ahead and take your information prior to the early booking window that you qualify for or for the general public booking. You can get to us on touringplans.com travel and we um, are ready and to help you. We will help you to figure out itineraries, help you figure out pre-cruise, post-cruise stays, and we're just helping you figure out which is the best for you, which which cruise your family would benefit from and most enjoy after we get to know you a bit and um, just help you step through that process, which port is but good for you. So all the details, we can help wrap those up for you. And we're there like every step of the way. If you have questions along the way, you call us, we email us, we take care of those questions for you so you don't have to wait on hold and be at the mercy of Disney's phone system to get your questions answered, get your changes made, get your modifications done if those were to be needed. So yeah, we're just a you know full service travel agent. So anything that we can do to help your cruise be a better experience, we will do it. Yeah, and I should I should highlight as I look at these itinerary releases, I have a little tear running down my cheek because our 2023 early 2023 dance card is pretty full right now, but not with Disney. <laughs> we are going to give Royal Caribbean a try because we had a guest on the show who sailed on one of the Oasis class ships and are looking forward to trying out Royal Caribbean and Perfect Day. We will come back to Disney, but we're looking forward to it. And we have a Norwegian cruise up to Alaska because it sails right out of Seattle. But I will say Michelle McKnight over at Touring Plans helped us book our Royal Caribbean cruise. So the Touring Plans folks can help you with more than just Disney. So reach out to them. We love, love, love using Touring Plans Travel. So Gina, I really want to thank you for, for coming on. And if folks are interested, reach out to Touring Plans, book those cruises early. So thank you so much, Gina. All right. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. Hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. 
please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading them on the air on our main show every week, and we are only three reviews away from 100, so please head over. If you haven't already, leave a review. Hit those five stars. We love the written reviews, but we'll take you just hitting the five stars at this point. We want to hit 100 reviews, so head over there. Leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. Just browse to youtube.com slash dclduo. Or you can head over to Facebook and join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like to help support the show, as always, you can browse to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you. Or you can browse to patreon.com slash dclduo and join one of our monthly support tiers. We really appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on this show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.